Hello, welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our streamed shows from Twitch. You can always find our schedule of upcoming shows at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG slash schedule. Please do leave a review and we look forward to adventuring together. Welcome, mortals, to Talking is a Free Action. My name, as you had better know by now, is the Fae, and I represent the Question Masters, your absolutely exquisite benevolent overlords of all. Now, as I'm sure you know by now, we are the multiverse's omniscient higher beings. We are insatiable in our quest for yet more knowledge, as there's always more to learn. And so, to further that quest, I hope you'll join me today in welcoming a new guest to my villa of veracity, freshly abducted from the material plane, the mortal known as Viorica. Now, Dear Viorica, I just want to chat and maybe also throw you into some life or death situations. <gasps> um, it's fine, we'll get to that. Don't you worry, there's nothing to worry about because you see, Viorica, we have suspicions that you're just one of several people in the material plane connected through a higher being known as Ed, who Ed. we believe exists in the real world well 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 i i I, if i am if anyone is in control of me but me that is a great shame but as long as they are a benevolent higher being i'm sure that's fine well hopefully as you navigate my lovely lovely nightmarish challenges uh, we can extract information from this ed and maybe we can find out if he is as benevolent as you hope. Yes, prod him. Prod him with spikes. That would be good. Okay. Oh, uh, fantastic. I plan mm. to. Fiorica, mm. my darling, are you ready to be challenged? That's enough. Thank you. Um, before we begin, I have been provided with some people to thank. Ah. Which I love. Okay. So much. Uh, it turns out that for some reason we have been generously sponsored by the entities known as Hero Forge, Ultra Pro, Phoenix Dice, and Alchemy RPG, and supported by Idol Champions, Warriors of Waterdeep, Neverwinter, Elderwood Academy, and D&D Beyond. Also, we have a particular place in our hearts for our audience members known as the D20 Club. If you do want to be wise, and stay in my good books, you can join them by supporting us on Patreon. Now, if you can't join us in the Villa of Veracity Live because you have your priorities entirely wrong, you can always listen on your favourite podcasting app by searching for Roll Together RPG. And if you wanted to engage with us in a social fashion, our influence has spread to various social media locations under the same tag, Roll Together RPG. But that's quite enough of that. Viorica, the Villa of Veracity has summoned you. Over the next yes. 57 minutes or so, you shall traverse the temple. Behind uh. each door is a challenge to overcome, but remember, talking is a free action. Uh. At any point, if you decide you can't possibly bear to deal with the encounter, you can mm. always opt to maybe contact this 
Ed and impart with some delicious knowledge and answer a question truthfully. Oh. Now, don't worry. My powers to keep you will fade after precisely an hour, at which point you'll be safely deposited back at the exact moment you left and you'll oh, be able God. to forget this ever happened. Fine. Anything to say before we begin? I, I believe I was innocent. Do you? Most of the time, yes. Innocent of what, precisely? Everything. Curious. I'll bear that in mind when we get to your judgment. <laughs> okay. So, Viorica. Yes. You are in the foyer of my Villa of Veracity, and before you are a set of doors that mm. are a beautiful blue lapis lazuli. Oh. Huge, shiny... Oh. Cold to the touch. Do you enter? Yes, 100%. They're beautiful doors. Why should I not enter? You, um... You push the door open. Mm. And... Your way is blocked. Oh. In this room. Ah. You step in a couple of paces, but instantly your way is blocked by a large, ornate mirror casting your own reflection and that oh. of the foyer behind you. What is it? On closer inspection, some things seem off. What's that? What would you like, like, like to do? <laughs> okay, um, I would like to attempt to touch the mirror and see if it is a way to... I do not believe that a mirror should be a blockage, necessarily. Uh, are you touching with force or just touching? Mm. <laughs> As the actress said, but anyway, um, <laughs> I, 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 I believe I am merely touching, uh, certainly with the mirror's consent. Um, if you just reach out and press against the mirror, it is cold and smooth to the touch. It is a mirror. It is a mirror. It is a mirror. It is a mirror. In which case, I shall look into my reflection's eyes for a while because that's just worth it. And. <sighs> Yes. Interesting. How long would you say you gaze for, Viorica? At least 15 seconds. Ooh, what colour are your eyes? Um... <laughs> the accuracy of this. Very pale blue. There we are. I do, I do remember. Well, that's I, I, what you uh... thought. Oh. But in this mirror, it, they seem bright green. Fascinating. Is everything? I, I'm going to try and do a few um, actions, and I want to see if the if the mirror entirely keeps pace with me. Uh, the mirror is entirely in sync, time-wise. It seems an exact reflection. Right. So, I, 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 having entered the room, there is a mirror in front of me. Does it take up the whole sort of? You cannot get past this mirror as it stands. Interesting. Uh, in which case, I would like to um, investigate the mirror, because you say it is smooth and cold and, and generally lovely. Uh, I wish to check all of it to see if, if there are any parts of it that are different. Um, you have a good old investigate. And Rubbish, yes. <laughs> we thought it, I didn't say it. Um, <laughs> and as you feel your way around the mirror, nothing jumps out at you, but you do... <laughs> find yourself naturally your reflection is gorgeous um, mm. paying attention to it and you could have sworn that you had rolled up your left cuff 
but in that reflection it seems to be dangling rather foppishly over your fingers and didn't you wear um the polished shoes today but in that mirror they seem really quite muddy okay i'm gonna get um <laughs> i'm gonna get aggressive with my Ooh. reflection and uh start hurling um uh insults uh um what's it called telling it off i say it he the, the telling off the reflection uh to see if i can elicit uh, any response to see if um calling it a uh, <laughs> i'm not going to say that calling it all the names under the sun will actually cause a um a I reaction mean, i can't determine how well you succeed unless i know how good those insults are so viora could, <laughs> could you demonstrate please now listen here you you dreadful foppish twat i have no time for you i have no time for your dress sense i have no time for the key that w- in which you delight to sing your eyes are green that is the color of moss no one wants the color of moss they want to be the light blue of the sky the air and now as i look at you further you have muddy shoes there is no reason to appear in front of someone as august as i am with muddy shoes unless you have a very very good reason to i and i'm going to look down and check that the shoes that i'm wearing are still the polished ones mm-hmm I am wearing the best, only the best polished shoes. Even as an adventurer, I feel I have standards. You, you, sir, have no standards whatsoever. You have nothing to recommend yourself. And I will call you merely, which is what I was going to say, a cum-guzzling dog wanker. I was going to roll for it, but with that, there's no need. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent, excellent. First class. Um... As this stream of invective pours into your reflections, ears, um, the mirror of Eorica's eyes fill with tears and he just starts to whimper quite pitifully. Um, But as he cries, it washes the green out and his eyes come back to a pale blue. Um, He, wailing, prestidigitates his shoes and the mud is off all that's um all that's left is that cuff i think a little bit more shouting should get things right don't you don't you try this don't you try crying at me that's what i used to try with my mother and it did not work it never worked no i could cry and bawl my eyes out for hours at a time days ness and i tried believe me i tried i tried to dry out my eyes but no no do not wail at me. Do not. Do you are not a child. You are a, a, a enormous beast of a man. This, there is no more of this wailing, sir. None. None. Um, sniffling, the the mirror of Eureka rolls his sleeve cuff back up to the beautifully crisp cuff that you have, um, and then I would say bow, but it more, it's more of a cringe kind of cringes. And gestures, and as he gestures to one side, the mirror swings and the way is open to you, revealing a door on the other side of the room. Good. Good. As you stand before the door, the Fae is next to you again, going, fascinating. I didn't know you had it in you. The last few guests I've had have been rather, well, nice and then apathetic. It's nice to see someone with a little bit of fire. If you are going to confront me with myself, I know how much I hate myself, and therefore, the invective is easy. And also, when I say hate, I merely mean... I merely mean... I feel like I have had many things in my life go well, many things in my life go badly. 
What I have not done is dealt with them as I could have wished. That I dealt with exactly as I could have wished. Therefore, thank you for this challenge. Makes me feel righteous. Ooh, all responses noted, and I do like someone suitably grateful. Also, lovely little insight into some childhood trauma. We might, you know, have to delve into that further. But for now, would you like to carry on feeling righteous and carry on exploring my villa? Yes, 100%. Fantastic. You, in the door you are standing in front of this time, is remarkably small and humble-looking. It is made of very warped wooden planks um, nailed together well enough, but there are gaps in between where um, a breeze whistles through. You are sure that this door would creak when you push it. Do you push the door? No, at least not yet. I am going to search myself for, um, search myself and sort of the the room to see if there's any kind of um, oil or something which I might use to um, cease the squeak. Hmm. You, you know you don't need to do that. It's sort of ambience. I do not like squeaking. There should be no squeaking. Interesting. Good to know. Uh, you oil the squeak? Yes. Um, fantastic. Do you now push the door? Uh, I'm going to try and look through it and see um, what I can glean, because you said there were gaps, so I'm assuming I can see through the gaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, you so start t- to peek through, and the Fae zaps you back with a non-lethal but frustrating electric shock. The surprise oh, is part happen. of the fun. Yes, no, that's 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 lovely. Good to know what happens when I push the boundaries. I may have to do it more. All right. Um, uh, in which case, Viorica is going to. Um, <laughs> as it were, b- block their eyes and just run at the door. Incredible. There's, there's, there's going to be a... Bu- if they're going to do anything, they're gonna, if he's going to do anything, he's going to burst through it. That's you the plan. D- um, I mean, you do slightly hurt your forehead because you can it <laughs> into a door, but fortunately for you, it opens outwards, so it, the momentum carries you through. Thank goodness. And you run blindly for a moment, but then stop, I imagine, quite suddenly discombobulated yes. because you yes. swore you were inside. However, now you are in a wood. There's a small cabin ahead with a light on. What do you do? Um, I'm in woodland, mm. am I? Uh, so the You're first thing... Dark. Yes. So the first thing he's going to try and do is find a tree and hug it. So you move to a tree. If it, 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 if it's dark, I'm imagining there's a certain amount of blind man's buff, but uh, the first thing to do would be to find a tree. Um, the second thing would be um, once let's the tree has been... with the first thing, because okay. as you move towards a tree, you hear a creak and then a snap. Your leg is caught in a bear trap. Ah! You scream like that and hop around hoping... Yes. Some small puppet man might have left you um, a cutting implement, but no joy. Free yourself. Go on. Ooh. 
Okay. Well, the first thing is going to be, um, I'm assuming, so how far up my uh, calf have the jaws snapped? Midway. Right in that really tender, muscly bit in the middle of your calf. (laughs) So, uh, first I will try and get my, because I presume that because it's snapped on my uh, calf, there will be a gap in between the teeth. Mm-hmm. So first fingers will be inserted in an attempt to uh, pull apart. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming that isn't going to work, but that is going to be the first thing that happens. Is Viorica very strong? Are you very strong? Ew. Then let's see. I will give you a chance because I am a beneficent and merciful question master. No. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, not surprising. Um, so then... Uh, I tried to go near a tree. I presume if there are trees around, there will be uh, twigs, nay, sticks around as well. Many, many twigs and sticks of various sizes scatter the ground beneath you. Okay, so the the plan is to try and get at least uh, one um, uh, twig or branch in between the jaws, and then once there's one, if I can try and twist uh, the one, to add another one which is slightly girthier, if you see what I mean. <laughs> and then I'm hoping that I'll be able to keep doing that um, tactic to try and ease the thing open so that it can be, if not removed, then at least take some of the pressure off my leg. Very clever. Um, do you sing yourself a little song as you work? Oh my gosh, yes. No, they, um, this is in much the same way that Viorica when he uh, heals people, he sings them uh, a lullaby while passing uh, his hands over the affected area. And it's uh, along the lines, <laughs> particularly when he does it to himself, it has to be along the lines of. It's it's not entirely tuneless because I don't think he could sing entirely tunelessly, but at the same time it's not um it's 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 intended to be calm. It isn't calm, it's painful. Mm. That is the that is the general idea. I am very much enjoying the yelps in between um the syncopated yelping. It's excellent. Would you like to roll and see if you free yourself or would you like me to? I think if you I think the dice should be in your hands. Oh, you chose well. Um after several minutes of increasingly frustrated and agonized singing and yelping, your masterful stick work prizes the jaws of the bear trap open and your rather punctured leg pops out. Um, That cabin is still ahead of you and now the doorway seems to be rather illuminated. Right. So, uh, I'm going to get another quite long stick um, because it is presumably still dark in between where I am and the cabin uh, I will set up a sort of um, as it were a blind man's cane moving in front of me um, in order to knock into anything which I might be about to walk into and specifically to set off any uh, more bear traps than there might be so uh, heading forwards I will get to um, the penumbra of the light that is spilling from the... Will you, though? No, you will. I'm being horrible. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you are a harsh task mistress, but it is wonderful. Now, um, once I've got to the penumbra of the light, I would like to, because I presume that the the light is being cast in a circle round the hut. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to trace the outline of the circle and just be able to go all the way round the hut before actually going into it. Um, you see absolutely nothing interesting. It's almost like this hut was a decoy purely there <sighs> to make you set in foot into a bear trap and is now uh, on the way out. How annoying. Very well. Uh, in which case, I will... Um, are there any windows in this hut? Um, there are, but they sort of look badly drawn. <laughs> kind of to, to direct the um, reader's attention towards the door. Ah, fine. There, there would be no way to smash one of these windows. Don't smash windows in my house. Very well. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I hope that that phrase gets said just as Viorica is doing. Oh, it does. <laughs> and he's therefore he's going to drop the stick behind him, having having launched it back and go. Good boy. Very would well. you like another challenge? Um. Am I bleeding from the... Like, how how real is the pain from being in a bear trap? Currently, very real. Ooh. Um, let's see. I'm hoping that I won't have to do that again. Oh, I never repeat myself. That gets very boring. Good. All right, then. And we'll stride through the door of the hut. Fantastic. So this is just this cabin door illuminated with light, mm-hmm. almost like it has a big exit sign above it, but doesn't because that would be on the nose. And <laughs> you find yourself. Where do you find yourself, Fiorica? Ooh, it's you. You you walk into this cabin. Um, the pain in your leg is magically healed. That bit of rust that was really concerning you is gone. Um all is well, no scars, no sign of the puncture, no pain. Great. And it's odd because you've walked into this cabin and it was a cabin. Why does it look like your bedroom back in Baldur's Gate? And who is that sitting on the bed? Very waifish, tall, <gasps> shy, desperate <gasps> to prove himself, long blonde hair and very pale blue eyes. It's a level one, Fiorica. Um, as you stand in the door, little Viorica, um, hears an intruder, turns and then instantly realizes who you are because level one Viorica is smart and excitedly asks you for advice for little Viorica's current situation. So please, Viorica, you know full well what level one Viorica's situation was. Please advise him. Everything is going to get much worse before it gets better. But you will be able to prove yourself. You will be able to know that you can be relied upon. You will be able to kill something. You will be able to save someone. Someone who is very, very dear to you. What you will not be able to do is love yourself, at least not for quite some time. What you will be able to do is make other people very, very happy, both through the beauty of your voice, which will always remain with you, and also 
because you have a belief in things that are good. People will try and take that from you. People will try and convince you that goodness is not the way to get anything that you want. But if you hold true and keep doing the right thing, everything will work out okay. What I must tell you is you are going to die. You are going to die and you are going to meet your Lord. You're going to meet your Lord and you will not know what to do or what to say or how to react. But whatever you do, whatever you say, and how you react are perfect. Because it means that I will be alive to be able to come and speak to you. And if I'm here, and if everything that I've done is what you are going to do, then you are a very lucky man. So just hold on. And know that whilst your family is ridiculous, you are not. Remember that. And love the dawn. Little Viorica gazes into your eyes, awestruck at the majesty and wisdom of the man he grows into. And his eyes fill with tears, mirroring your own um, for a moment. And then he takes a deep breath and goes, Thank you. That's very helpful, but um, I'm all meant the problem of Saravel has stolen my sheet music for the gala tonight, and I don't know where he's at, uh, and I do need it to give my very best performance for Mother. Hmm. I know. If you do not give your best performance to Mother, what will happen? She may be disappointed. Do you think that will last forever? I don't want what to do find out. What do you think that she would prefer? Do you think that she would prefer that you made yourself unhappy because you don't have the sheet music? I think you know the sheet music. I think you know everything that you need to do already. But what you want is something, is a life raft in the middle of this sea of worry, this sea of care, this sea of... <sighs> the sea of your family. And I think that what you will do is get up on that stage and deliver something which will be wonderful. Because you are very, very good. And whether you have the sheet music or not, will not change that. And the whole point of doing this is so that your mother can see you being wonderful. Whether you get it right or not, whether you get it perfect or not, could not matter less. Oh, and also they are in, it's in the vase at the bottom of the stairs, which uh, he doesn't think, they don't think that you can get into. Oh. So if you want to find it, it's just there. You're so confident. Is his mother proud of us, me, you, wh wh when, where you are? I believe she is, but I don't know. Okay. I'm not able to talk to her now. So every time you get to speak to her, enjoy it and show her how much you love her, which I know you will do. But please do it as much as you possibly can. I'm going to practice. Do you want to duet? Of course. That would be perfect. Absolutely perfect. Um, you sing. It is beautiful. Which of you do you think takes the higher part? Oh, definitely younger Viorica. I think that there's a... Um, uh, I can't remember. I, I don't know enough about opera, but there's the thing of the uh, the the people who are tenors to start with sort of 
mm. um, what's it called, evolve into um, more, I can't remember what the thing is, but basically they go down a tiny bit and it means that the older person takes that part and the younger person has the, the sort of gymnastics bit. And that's very, very much the way that this happens is um, uh, the the elder Viorica supplies the, um, it's not even base, but just the bottom end power and the fireworks are all done by uh, young Viorica. Beautiful. So in this, um, yeah, count tenor and treble duet. That's exactly, yes. You exactly. sing your heart out um, and then eventually turn to find the room melting away and the fae just standing there. Gosh, that was different. You're quite all right. Not that I can. Um, no, 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 uh, of course not. Why should anyone care about me? Um, you gave me the best and the worst thing you possibly could. You showed me how, how beautiful I was when I was that age, and I had no idea. All I could see was the negative. All I could see was how wrong I was, because people kept telling me that I was wrong. Now I see that it couldn't have mattered less. I was beautiful, and I did beautiful things. You also let me, you reminded me of how happy I was in that room with that view and how very difficult everything has become, but also how much more control I have. And that is so much better. You're a mortal. I refuse to accept that mortals will make me feel things. So you go sit in that corner and think about what you've done. And I'm going to talk to Ed <laughs> um, so that I can stop caring about you because you're just here for my entertainment. Excellent. I will go and stretch myself out. You do that. Hi, Ed. Hello. Are you having fun? <laughs> this is amazing. Good. This is absolutely fantastic. I, oh, Viorica was the, um, uh, was the first uh, one of my D&D characters who had feelings, I like to think. Um, and you just, we just explored lots of feelings, which I wasn't expecting. I thought I was going to be avoiding giant spiders and things like that, but no, no, I got, ah, uh, I got to have all the feelings. That was really nice. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I played with Viorica in one of my first long campaigns with Roll Together, and he yes. had a very special place in my heart. Likewise. I then uh, had to play brought... with him as Ava, who didn't love Viorica, so pretending that I didn't love Viorica was very emotionally difficult. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this is the thing, because I think um, uh, the, uh, the, the, how do you put it? The ending of, um, I don't even remember what it was called, Reaping of, the Reaping of, of Golden Fields? Fields. Yes. Yeah. Um, the ending of that was special because it felt as though it's not that the stakes weren't high, but it felt like we succeeded and in more or less everything. But then Veracity getting their curse was the sort of, it was a, such a beautiful sting in the tail because it... Oh, so in Seekers of Alterel, that campaign. Sorry, that's what I mean. Yes, I knew that. I knew I hadn't got the, the thing right, but I couldn't remember what it was called. You've been Sorry, a lot at this point. It's okay. A little bit, but um, uh, the, it was such a beautiful sting in the tail because I... Um, when because I believe it was Viorica who uh, persuaded the big bad that um, the Constance had been destroyed, 
and it felt like it didn't I, I loved the fact that it worked but it, it felt as though there was um, less of a cataclysmic battle mm. because that had happened and that therefore there was the slight air of kind of like oh well we got away with that one didn't we um, and then when the the sting in the tail came it felt it felt almost perfect because it meant yeah. that uh, it wasn't like everything wasn't just tied up with a bow it wasn't that thing of um, and they all lived happily ever after and I felt like that was a um, a really beautiful thing because it felt much more like real life, if you see what I mean. As in, no one comes out of a situation completely fine. That's just not how it works. But then when we both, Viorica and uh, Veracity together, showed that you could, that it doesn't matter if things go wrong. You know, it's that thing of, uh, if life gives you lemons, make lemonade. And I think um, I love the idea of Viorica and Veracity making, you know, cheersing and making lemonade together. I think that really works. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. That is still one of my favourite endings of a campaign ever. Because you're right, the, like, session 11 fight was mm. cool and was awesome. But I had packed Blight, and it was a plant yes. creature. So... <laughs> We did exactly. a lot of damage incredibly quickly, and I was feeling quite invincible. And then, yeah, Viorica pulled the best bamboozling of all time. We were like, we, just, <laughs> we did that. And then George just injected so much creeping peril into the build yes. of the last session, session 12. And then suddenly, oh, it was awful. Well, that's the thing. And I think that that's, um, uh, that it feels like one of the features of Roll Together is. Um, there's, you you can't ever afford to not watch all of the episodes, because even though you know if a, if a final episode is just like well the big bad's been defeated and all of that kind of stuff, so this is just going to be a winding up episode, isn't it? Mm. Oh no, the DM's got something planned which just makes everything. <laughs> it's not even it's not even that it's worse. It's just um, there's there's always a very good and interesting sting in the tail, which I think uh, um, when we played. Are we allowed to go this much off topic? But when we played, yes. um, the, I haven't asked uh, a question yet. I love this. Please keep going. <laughs> the the when we played the the screwed mechanicals, um, mm. your I believe uh, debut as a as a DM, um, you definitely so you definitely got the creeping dread, you definitely <laughs> got the uh, uh, the big bad stuff, but also you got the because um, we did tie everything up at the end, but also Just. it felt as though uh, things could still move on. And that's another thing which I think Roll Together is very, very good at, is that uh, whether or not all of the campaigns are linked, and I, depending on the wiki fandom, who knows, um, but uh, I think that the all of the, all the campaigns that I've been a part of feel as though the characters are still in the world and still carrying on. And that's why I love this idea of um, talking as a free action, because when I got told the Oracle is taken immediately from where they are, and then put into a new place. I thought, well, that's going to be fascinating because that's going to be, you know, discombobulating in the worst possible way. But if Fiorica has finally managed to become a proper adventurer, then he'd be able to deal with it. And that was really nice. Which does lead us to the question, where is Fiorica right now? Where has the Fae pulled him from? Ah, well, I think he would have gone back to... Um, after the reaping of golden fields, hmm. I think he would have gone back to um, oh my memory, uh, the the uh, the library or the, the the place where we started um, Seekers of Elturel. Oh gosh, um, Elturel. I can't remember. Elturel. It is Elturel. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yes. The Athenaeum. Yes, easy Elturel. enough. 
but it's the because the um uh the uh lead up to the reaping of golden fields was um uh, um the sojourn into the uh the astral plane where he got kidnapped by mind flares and everything yeah. got very edgelordy which oh, was so you didn't um, have a tentacle wrapped around your arm for a bit Totally, and that, and and the tattoos everywhere. It was very much the gothic phase of the Orica, which uh, which I thought exactly, which I thought was a very good contrast. Having been the opera diva when younger, um, so there, there needed to be a sort of I need um, uh, oh what do uh, you, you know um, Gilgamesh the 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 tale of Gilgamesh oh, the way that it the way that it opens is uh, with the words Sah Nakba Imuru, which is, as far as we know, the earliest phrase that has ever been written, and it is um, the one who looked into the abyss, which is exactly how I feel uh, the Orica was after ha- having come out of the uh, of the astral plane and um, uh, then tried to move on. All all he could see for quite a long time was just the blackness that that he'd been through. But then the reaping of golden fields. Um, meant they came out the other side. So, uh, having experienced the the darkness, I think the idea of retreating to somewhere that is um, uh, how do you put it, intellectual. But I don't mean that as in I don't mean that in a, in a snobbish way. I more mean as in um, you can learn stuff that is higher and beautiful. You know, um, if you go into a library, you can read about music, you can read about philosophy, you can read about all of the things that can feed the soul, as opposed to the darkness, which just makes everyone sad <laughs> great philosophy true amazing well, exactly. so yes because last we saw Viorica he had saved golden fields from mm-hmm. the wand of Orcus which is safely out of harm's way and not hurting anybody right now um, and yes heading back to the Athenaeum are we Athenaeum that's the one do we know exactly. where he might be off to, or do we have any plans of seeing Viorica in the future well are you allowed um, to say there is potentially a um I don't think it's no, yeah, not a reunion, but uh, there is uh, a potential um, of a campaign coming up called Drowning in Blackwater, um, which uh, and um, the ah, oh, you see my memory. I can now can't even remember the uh, the premise of it. Um, I think the ad- well, the idea is that uh, Viorica is again um, united with Prosperous and. Uh, a few others who are of the shepherds, and that there will be. Um, another reckoning um and i think that having um removed the tentacle from his arm um prosperous has a lot of time uh, sorry biorica has a lot of time for prosperous mm. but sees them Ooh, how do you put it sees them as more of an old friend than mm. as a do you know it, but like mm, when you have an old friend they change as you do throughout your life, you, you're never going to stop being old friends. Particularly if, if it's like a, if it's a twenty-year-long mm-hmm. uh, friendship, you're not going to give up on the friendship. But they may change um, to to and become more themselves, and that may take them slightly further away from you. Mm-hmm. The the friendship is never going to stop, but the the intimacy may change. The you know the the, the feeling of what it is that um, you are to each other uh, may change, but the friendship will never go. And I feel like that's the that's the feeling with, um, as opposed to Veracity, who feels like Bjorka's soulmate, uh, I think Prosperous is far more the sort of, um, they they believe in good in the same way that Bjorka does, and therefore 
it, it is very good to work with them. Mm. Um, Amazing. So does this mean you're leaving Veracity behind again? Is that is that what's happening? Well, the thing is that given the, well, provided there is always the, the tiny mechanical blue butterfly, I feel like they're never really separated properly. And also I think that the, when you have that close a bond, I think that if you spend all your time with each other, it could easily become codependent, if you see what I mean. You make an excellent point. So what you're saying is Rusty did the right thing in running away. Uh, no, because <laughs> I don't think that the edgelordness was ever a good thing. Um, <laughs> But more, I think that, um, uh, you know, <laughs> as my Polish brother-in-law says, absence makes the heart grow thunder. And um, That's amazing. It's, he's, I love that man so deeply and completely. He's a wonderful, wonderful human. But yes, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I think that the, um, particularly as um, Verasti and Viorica are both, not intentionally necessarily, but they are both wanderers. And I think that therefore going off for a wander and then coming back again is would be the way to keep the friendship fresh. Adorable. Shall I roll a dice? Shall we yes. see what the the question deities want us to talk about? Because that yes, was delightful, please. but I can feel the spreadsheet frowning at me. Um, <laughs> uh, that was... Oh, dear. Oh, no. Which character class do you think would make the best... Mm, it's Viorica, so let's say the best famous movie star. Oh, spectacular. Um, ooh, okay. Well, it would be it would have to be something that was charisma-based, uh, certainly, because um, uh, with a very high constitution, mm. uh, the, the thick skin would be necessary. Um, and ah, you see, because fighter immediately springs to mind mm. it's a question of whether because I think the bard would definitely be the best for an opera diva mm. half the reason why I picked it um, but I think that the if you're gonna if it's gonna be a big movie star because I would oh you see now that's embarrassing I'm slightly imagining Tom Cruise because I'm thinking someone who could do all their own stunts yeah, someone fair. who um, is is not entirely uh, what's the word um, you know sane and sensible hmm um, because I think that if you are if you are in that sort of rarefied an atmosphere, there's going to be there's going to be a certain amount of craziness that is, you know, washing around in that um, in in the brain of a movie star. You need a so bunch of stamina, think... don't you? Whether it's theatre yeah. or film, Bard's just swan in and you know wow everyone yes. and go away again. But if you're actually doing it, you need a, yeah very high constitution, very high stamina. The centre is exactly so. I think um, a uh, oh aura is a sorcerer. Charisma based? Sorcerer's charisma, so is Warlock. Yeah, ah, well, in which case it's got to be a Warlock, because if you're going to be a massive movie star, you will have had to sell your soul to something. <laughs> this was this uh, what I, I was thinking, but I wonder be... if it was me being too cynical. No, 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 God, no. I, you do not you do not become that big of a movie star without selling your soul somewhere along the way. Whether it's to Harvey Weinstein or whoever it is, you you you're gonna you're going to have had to deal with some pretty dark people, I would mm. suggest. And I think therefore a warlock. Well, the idea of, ah, uh -huh, I love the idea of a warlock who is sold their uh, soul to the Fae, and then the Fae goes, in which case I will sprinkle fairy dust all over you, and you will become the most, the most famous. Um, yeah, I'd so, say, yeah, I think, I think a, a, a warlock with um, high constitution, I think, would be the, the best movie star. 
That's awesome. Fantastic. And that may have to be the character I next play. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'll fight you for it. Okay. <laughs> As you know, you can have it. I'm just finishing playing a warlock, um, I and she's very upset. I, I've had my fill of warlocks for a while. Interesting. Well, because I was going to say, I've never played uh, a warlock, not in a... Um, I, I'm in the middle of playing a home game with one, mm. um, but the the problem is that that is <laughs> that is sort of our own take on Harry Potter, and I'm really enjoying playing Harry Potter as um, like a normal teenager because mm. that's that's how we're that's how we're playing it, and I feel like it makes so much more sense. It's so much fun. That does sound great. Um, but yes, potentially next time in all together. Let's warlocks see are amazing. Yeah. Ava is my let's first sustained. Warlock. I've you know dabbled for home games, but the first time I properly played one is Ava and right. the power. The power. Mm. The power. <laughs> it's fun. Absolutely. As long as you resign yourselves that quite often the best thing to do is Eldritch Blast. As long as you just come to terms with that, then it's great. That sounds to me because the thing is, I'm, I've always been more of a tank than a spellcaster, just because I can never remember the all the spells I have. But as I remember, warlocks are very uh, light on the number of spells that they have. Three spell they can slots do at like level 14. It's unreasonable. Dear God. But, but the fact is you have Eldritch like Blast. Special presents that you can just use as well. Exactly. That's what I mean. You see, this is, I think that's what I need is I need to um, not end up... I think the, the only spellcaster I dislike being is a wizard because then you have to remember all of the spells that you've got and which one's useful to use at the time. Whereas if you're a warlock, it's like blast or whatever the other things are, but you can those can be easily kept in the mind. Mm. Yeah, Amazing. <laughs> Are you ready to head back into the Villa of Rusty? Yes. <laughs> Viorica, did you have a nice sit down? Mm. It was not the best I had. I needed a chaise long, but luckily, unfortunately, brother, um, there wasn't one, so I just stretched. I did wonder what you were doing. Um, mm -hmm. I was having a very enjoyable eavesdrop on your higher being, Ed. I apparently need to start... Um, making some pacts. Oh, no. If they wish to sell their soul, very well. I do think it's dangerous, however, even for I such know. a beautiful mistress as you. Mm-hmm. It was for eternal fame, glory, and being absolute top of a performance career. That's not something you'd be interested in, is it? How do I do this? Um, you sign me your autograph and promise to do it, and I'll make you very famous. Ah. It's desperately tempting. Good. Maybe not right now. We'll revisit after another couple of nightmare chambers. I mean, rooms. Okay. Shall we? Shall we continue? Please. Okay, um... You stand before a new door. You turn, and just before you push, you see a chaise long appear out of nowhere, and the Fae drape herself on it, just to be annoying. Oh, God <laughs> damn it all, woman. This is too much. This is... Oh. Noted that this is the level which breaks you. Ah. Um, and uh, this, these doors are ferociously heavy. They are made of stone. Um, you fear for your ability to ever push them open, but they are magnificently pointed and balanced, and actually just the lightest touch <gasps> they swing open. Would you like to know what you see? Yes. Good. Right answer. What do you see? Um... It's a very good question, Viorica. I was on the question page, not the right Unfortunately. Page. Um, 
Oh dear. You enter a small hut with a thatched roof. No In the centre, mm. keeping up appearances and all of the stereotypes, a hag toils over a cauldron that contains the antidote for a terrible poison inflicting... Well, given what you've just said, I think it's inflicting veracity. <gasps> oh um, dear God. So yes, afflicting her, inflicting a terrible disease upon her. Um, in a, yes, what do you do? Um, the hag is over the cauldron, brewing it up. Uh, uh, the, the, I think that is the, the expression that goes over Viorica's face with a sort of, uh, and he runs forward and falls on bended knee before this hag. I believe you are creating a an antidote to a disease that is afflicting a dear, dear friend of mine. I would be willing to sacrifice anything in order that I might have that antidote. Anything. What would you need me to sacrifice? Anything at all. Yes. I don't want your money. I don't want your performances. I want your most precious thing. What have you got for me? Okay. So there's two things. One of which you can certainly take. Mm. One of which if you do, I don't know what I will do. Mm. The first is my uh, sword stick and um, will withdraw, uh, unsheathe the sword stick and also um, <laughs> do a sort of... <laughs> Get through the uh, through the thing because that is the casting uh, mechanism for most of Yorika's spells, and so he will, having done that, resheathe it and lay it down. Whoops, lay it down in front of the hag, and then say, "The other one is my vocal cords. That is my most precious possession. Uh. If you would make me silent." It would reduce me immensely, but if it meant that I could save my friend, I would. She's worth that much to you? Oh, yes. She's a very small, very annoying gnome that sets fire to things. In your opinion, maybe. It will hurt. <sighs> Do it. Um... Do you have a sword in that sword can of yours? Yes. She will take it. She will open up. And rather than coming from the outside, she will reach down your throat with the sword. It bends and shimmers and glides down. And with a really sharp, quick surgical flick, she cuts, she pulls, the sword emerges and you see the strips of red cords dangling. Your voice is gone, you have given it away. The room dissolves around you very quickly and the Fae stands before you, giving you... <laughs> so that's that's uh, Ed's, not Viorica that's doing that. Fascinating. Goodness. We've had other people on here professing to be kind and lovely and generous, but that is the most selfless thing I've ever seen someone do. 
However, you are less fun now. She flicks. Your voice is back. <sighs> a silent Viorica would have been a difficult thing indeed. But I'm no, going to be fascinated well, to see how it would I did back. promise that I'd return you back unharmed, so I'd only be depriving myself of your voice, and where's the fun in that? <laughs> However you wish the voice to be used, it shall be. You are very compliant. This is interesting. Would you like, ooh, one more room? <laughs> if it's going to get worse, that yes, yes, I do. Bring it on. <laughs> You've only lost your voice, your dignity. <laughs> Sword cane, everything. I mean, really, it's like being an actor. Ah, <laughs> uh, but you got a tiny, tiny misspelled credit. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Um, no, it's totally right. Um, well, in a slight different change of mood, um, you push open uh, the next door, um, which is more of a farm gate, really. Um, and as you enter, you are in a farmyard. Dust swirls about your feet. Um, and in front of you, there's one chicken. It's just a chicken. Or is it? <laughs> it's an abyssal chicken. Oh, no, it's not. Chickens. You look closer still. You rub the pain and confusion out of your eyes. It is a hundred abyssal chickens. What do you do? <laughs> um. <laughs> so, Viorica is going to launch into... Um, the best impression he can. Is there such a thing as an abyssal cockerel? There is now. So, oh my God. So I could, there is going to be the most enormous um, attempt by Viorica to do an impersonation of an abyssal cockerel to try and draw the abyssal chickens to him. Mm -hmm. um, oh God, hang on. I used to be able to do this. I'm not sure if I can anymore. I'd like you to know that we got two seconds of that and then your mic peaked out. <laughs> I'm not surprised. That was a horrible noise. I do apologize. It wasn't what I was expecting, but it well, was that's... awful. You're right. <laughs> yeah, really bad. Really, really bad. So the, that is that is the attempt. Uh, what happens? <laughs> I, think. Um, I think what you've done is caught their attention. Um, as you make this abyssal screech, um, you do notice that the gate behind you into the farmyard has vanished. The farmyard fence around you has scaled up and across the farmyard with all abyssal chickens between it and you is a nice shiny looking gate that beckons out towards abyssal chickenless freedom. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, talking is a free action, just... <laughs> talking is a free action. As as Ed as Ed for a moment, there was there was a, a time when I was, I think I was eleven or something like that, and I was uh, we'd gone to um, my parents had uh, taken me. Well, they'd gone to tea with somebody, if you see what I mean, and they told uh, me and the other children to sort of go off and uh, explore because we were up in Scotland, and so just go off and explore the um, <laughs> the wonderful glens and things that were all around the house. Um, so we did, and. Uh, we found a um, 
very quiet, very small, a very lost and alone looking duckling, which I mean, must have been about that big. And uh, so I, in a fit of, um, well, I don't know what else to do, uh, started going <laughs> at it. And it started following me. It was possibly the cutest thing that has ever happened to me ever. And so it started following us. And me and the other children were like, what? Do we just take this back to the house? And, and after we tried to shoo it away a couple of times, it wouldn't go away because it, it, it had apparently latched onto me. So I just kept going back, going. And we got it all the way back to the house um, and and showed our parents this thing. And they all went, oh, my God. Um, well, that's brilliant. Uh, I don't know what we do with this. And so they put it in a... Um, like a shoebox with some straw and all of that kind of stuff and some greens and you know things for the thing to eat and and just put it in a cupboard and we were going to ring up um the rspcb um the next day and find out what had happened to it but unfortunately um we never did bring them up because it, it passed away overnight and why this was the most cute and wholesome and lovely story and then you made it sad well it's that's you know that's what happens it was kind of the real life thing it was yeah, it was immense. It was quite sort of affecting all around. Oh. I, f- I felt like I had a connection with this little duckling. I'm really sorry that your duckling baby died. Well, that, it wasn't. It, oh, it was. It was so odd because it definitely felt like there was a. I didn't want to be its mother, but at the same time, it was kind of like you're a very cute thing. But yes. Um. Wh- so what? Viorica is going <laughs> yeah, to try and do to get. They are not cute. They aren't dead. They are fighting you. <laughs> this is the thing. So I think there is going to be the. It's going to be a question of sort of <laughs> charging through and then attempting to. Uh, obviously, Viorica isn't going to be able to fly, but basically, there's going to be the. It's, there's going to be trying trying to be an impersonation of abyssal of abyssal chickens whilst making the noise of the abyssal chickens, hoping that this will mean that either Viorica uh, will go under and be destroyed by the abyssal chickens, but at least we'll go down attempting to be part of them if you see what i mean i see i think um again you do have a very high performance and you're a glamour bard so you can mm-hmm. all the creatures you are performing to i feel this is already a fairly low dc i feel if you could demonstrate for me viorica your impression of an abyssal chicken then the dc will get lower still okay hang on hang on i'm gonna try, i'm gonna have to stand up uh, I sure didn't I'm think that was going to work. Incredible. No, definitely. Okay, it's, it's going to be a question of... Um... <clears throat> it's going to be something along those lines and um, pecking and scratching and things like that. Magnificent. Um, <laughs> you do that. <laughs> yes. Lots. And the abyssal chickens are, if you've ever seen a baffled chicken, (laughs) these chickens are baffled. Um, Perfect. They thought you were an incredibly tall, foppish bard, and now you're clearly just a very featherless chicken from the abyss. (laughs) Very Um, bold chicken, yes. So you leave your dignity behind you and screech your way through the farmyard and make it panting to the gate. Do you open and pass through? Yes. 
<laughs> I don't want to be an abyssal chicken forever. That would be that would be too much. You power through. You slam the gate behind you and press your back against it, breathing heavily. And the Fay is there Never with again. a cocked eyebrow. <laughs> I was thinking you were rather intriguing and interesting, and absolutely an incorrigible flirt, and maybe worth mm. keeping around. And then after that humiliating display, I think our time together is in fact up. Very well. I thought that, um, well, it's not the most humiliating thing that I've done. Interesting. You'll have to come back and tell me more about that. I would love to. Um, well, I've just been delivered this, um, sending that I have to read out, um, to the peasants, so bear oh. with me one moment, Viorica, darling. Um, thank you, Viorica, and mortals for joining us for talking as a free action you will find me or one of my inferior colleagues every friday at six to nine nope six to seven p.m bst and on mondays and tuesdays six till nine we stream our well these dnd documentaries where you can follow the adventures of people just like viorica and maybe in fact viorica in the not too distant future mm. all of this Magnificence streams at twitch.tv forward slash roll together RPG and the VODs are available immediately after the stream to catch up or you can find all our content on YouTube very shortly after and you can even enjoy our dulcet tones as a podcast so you would miss Fiorica's Abyssal Chicken. <laughs> Which would be a desperate, desperate shame. Very upsetting. <laughs> um, many thanks again to our beautiful D20 Club on Patreon. Um, they are the sensible ones staying out of my clutches by being mm. very supportive and wonderful. If you would like to join them and safeguard your livers, um, you <laughs> can join us from as little as one of your local currencies per month. Thank you again to all of those wonderful sponsors and supporters. Fiorica, darling, you may now enter the final portal and return from whence you came, but as you go, any final words? Only that I have nothing to declare but my genius. And your innocence, let's not forget that. That, that was a much better word to use, I couldn't think of anything. Innocence, innocence is all I have to declare. Right, well, underwhelming as always, that was Fiorica, thank you. And good night. <laughs> <laughs>